And welcome, welcome to the, the Avra podcast. Oh, we can't sync it if it's on Zoom. Uh, yeah, let's give it a crack. Wait, are you what? recording it? Yeah, it's recording now. Oh, sweet. Oh, this this is actually way easier than our. Oh yeah, one. it's uh, it's done. Well, oh. enough of that. They don't need to hear all this, do they? That's all right. Hello, listeners. We're back. Sorry for the wait, but here we are. This is our first ever zoom recorded and video recorded episode our, our first from this is the first episode where we're not in the same room holy shit that's um oh, how's it feel this is weird um yeah it feels all right if you're if you're on the patreon you get to see the video so can't imagine those, it'll be that much more interesting than the actual audio but well want to show us your shirt maca oh yeah oh. So, for those listening to the audio version, they don't get to know. They don't get to know. They well, they, they do because I, I need them to know. That is He's true. wearing a Dockers shirt, <laughs> and guess what's coming out Friday? This Friday, fourth of December, the Dockers have a fucking Christmas single coming out. This one took me like six months to record because there's so much going on in it, and it's like six minutes. But it's what's the title? Libyana Lights, Macker. I'm glad you asked. I th- <laughs> I was going to say, hasn't that already been released? Nope. Okay, <laughs> lovely. Lovely. No, I did like a shitty demo version about a year ago, but I took it off. This is like properly done. And I'm, I'm quite excited. If you love Christmas, if you love people, if you want to help out, please save it to your playlist. Give me a listen. If you don't like it, I probably still will pest you to listen. But... Give it, give it on your playlist. Give it a go. If you like Abra, if you like us, do if it. You, do if it. you like Abra, you should. It's the Dockers is mandatory listening. I, I, I feel the same. Please follow us on Spotify, our socials, the Dockers Band. So, sorry about the wait, everyone. It's been a, about what two, three weeks since our last episode. We've done a Patreon episode. Two I've weeks. The there was a Patreon episode that came out in that little break. Um, what we should bring up is. Uh, how our little Christmas charity appeals going? Oh, yeah, uh, how much we we raised now? We, was, missed... we almost hit a thousand the other day, didn't we? Oh yeah, right. <laughs> um, we, we've <laughs> we've had uh, two new subscribers, uh, so a thank you oh, to welcome. Ned Mulholland. Thank you, Ned. and uh, Dave, D- David Shaw. I've written down. David Shaw. Welcome, David Shaw. Thank you. I I also. Speaking of Ned, I was actually with Ned when he subscribed to the Patreon. Ned is a good friend, friend of the podcast. He's listened to every episode and he grew up with us, didn't he, Macca? Or he he did. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he went to set Ned Shit. Um, That's right. Yeah, I actually have better editorial control over this now, so I can actually do proper editing. You mean editorial control because you had none before yeah exactly well every oh, time i'm like well, oh can you send me the files for well why we're not to, why we do it oh, i'm just they don't need to hear about this yeah it's, it's yeah, fucking anyway. hard. No, i just wanted i just want them to know and i want ned to know that even though we've known him for almost 10 years now and you, you've probably known him longer haven't you maka no probably the exact same time as you oh, okay so 10 years patreon subscriber uh, he's what one thousandth in line for the throne, isn't he? Uh, from memory, yeah, a thousand. Yeah, because he actually showed me the other night. Um, and he had his birthday the other day, and uh, 
probably about a two-minute drive from Macca's house. And everyone was there. All the lads, girlfriends, girls that are friends. You know, that's all right in 2020. But, um, but no Macca, I, I saw. I know. Which I thought was a really, really dog move. So if you think Macca's a dog, comment. Comment on something of ours and say Macca's a dog. Because uh, that, that was... I want you to apologise live on air right now for not going to Ned's. I, I genuinely am sorry. That's the problem. Is that I just fuck? I was at home, not realizing what fucking day it was on. Sitting there, oh, like, oh, wish so, I had something to do. Oh, right. So it's so it's not your fault, is it, that you didn't turn up and you weren't even busy to go to your friend's birthday? That's I no, I, I, I claim full responsibility for that one. Um, All right, Max, this is shocking audio for the normal listeners, but uh, well, I I I just hope you're sorry, and I don't know how you sleep at night, to be honest. Ned, I want to apologise on behalf of Lachlan because oh, I just said your name. Fuck, this isn't going well. Mate, you said my name where I live. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Um, item three on the list I've got here. So we've got the Dockers new song, Libyana Lights, coming out this week. Mm-hmm. Now, item, I've got three more items to go through. I, I, should we restart? This is a shocking start. No, that's fine. Why is it called the Abra podcast? Oh, Abra. Abra. Hey, bro. Um, um, I think this might be our biggest episode. We haven't done that one in a while. No, we haven't. I <laughs> thought that one was gone, to be honest. I was getting a little sick of that one. Well, it's, it's right. our best Zoom episode. It's our best. This will be our biggest and best Zoom episode. <laughs> so far. So far, um, yeah. So I've got item two here. I've just written down in capitals. Rake season five is on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, season five, what is it? Episode eight or seven? Episode eight. You want to see Muzz be famous? I'm in about two seconds. Oh, that's pushing it. Maybe second and a half, I'd say. Yeah, they, they cut my fucking speaking line. So <laughs> you, can, you can see me. I have to arrest the main character in a police outfit. But I'm on Netflix. I don't even think you're arresting him either. No, they, they changed. We filmed it a few different ways, but they just filmed the one where I opened the door. So I'm literally a fucking chauffeur <laughs> in a cop outfit. Yeah. Um, right. Now, item three. Now, Maka, you've already kind of offended friends of this podcast by not coming to a Patreon, not even a listener, a Patreon member's birthday. Truly, truly, I've done something dirty there. But I like how you've been honest. But there's an area that I wanted to speak about where... You haven't been entirely honest with me. Oh, I like where now, this is going. Yesterday we were on the phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. You were going out to coffee with someone. No, and you got you really secretive, really secretive and fidgety. I could hear it. You were going, no one. I gotta go. Bye. I, I, I had to go. I was. I'm not telling you. I, Why I, won't you tell me? Who is it? This is not podcast chat. I'm stopping the recording. We're starting again. No, 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 no. Leave it, leave it. Keep going. All right, I won't push you, but I'll find out. This is still irrelevant. This is. I don't even know how many minutes we've done now. Yeah, just leave it. Keep it going. You're still whining. I'm gonna start it again. This is crap. All right. So we got because people have to listen to this. Come. Yeah, they're listening to you. We're getting fidgety just because I've outsed you twice now. (laughs) (laughs) You get you. You can't handle the truth. That's it. All right. So what, what items have we got? Um, I, I don't know. Today, you, you're, you've, you've got two bits today. I've got one. 
Well, cool. Do you want me to go first? Well, yeah, I don't know what you're, you asked me what we have today, and I don't know the majority of the bits. So, <laughs> great. Okay. Well, this week I've really been getting in to Ed Gein. Is it? Oh, I did know this bit. No, sorry, I could have taken over that, couldn't I? Tonight on the pod, we got a great bit from Murray. He's going to be delving into the history of Ed Gein, famed uh, lampshade maker. Lampshade uh, maker. Yeah, lampshade maker. Lampshade maker. Thank you. Uh, uh, Our second bit, I'm going to bring, we're we're talking space, the final frontier. We're going to be talking about uh, SpaceX, Elon Musk's company. they, they've brought something new out recently, which is rolled a couple feathers. And then I don't know what your last bit was. So you, you take it from there. I'm not hearing much excitement in your voice, to be honest. I'm trying. I'm, try- I'm, try- that, I'm trying. Tough. All right. So anyway, I, I might, I'll delve into the Docker song later. It could be the last piece. And we're going to attach it at the end of this. this. So all of you. Oh, the Docker song is a piece on its own. Oh, absolutely. We didn't move. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Six minute song. Um, <sighs> so, Ed Gein, we like to call him the weirdest savage in history. He has inspired several literary pieces, such as Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. You remember that? The girl getting stabbed in the shower, the famous scene. Silence of yep. the Lambs was inspired by this character, and even Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, okay. Yep. Thank right. you. So, um, <laughs> now he's not as brutal as Jack the Ripper or as um, many numbers as Bundy, as some would say. But he has had many characters based on him. Even American Psycho, actually, that one we are talking about last week, and Bates Motel, yeah, based on this guy. Anyway, so this... <laughs> yeah. This fella, Ed Gein, was born on August 27th, 1906. He was born with a very over-religious and abusive mother. Oh, this is in America, by the way. Thank you. Now, his mother was known to frantically preach about the inevitable hell that they would see and face just due to their existence. He was quite isolated in his childhood and had very few friends. Now, when he was young, his brother died in an accident. Some say that Gain even killed him, but there, there's no proof of this. It's mainly Gain. like Gain. Is it Gain? Ed Gain. Yeah. Okay. Um, the theory is that uh, the theory behind it is actually religious, just due to his kind of upbringing and what he was always hearing. Mm. Where you ever heard of Cain and Abel, Macca? Uh, yeah, I I have. For our listeners who are not familiar with the Bible. So, so Cain and Abel were Adam and Eve's um, fictional children. I mean, children. And the... <laughs> so Adam and I Eve... Love you. I love how you literally can't, like... You can't make a comment on uh, Christianity without... Well, let me just tell you how stupid this is. Adam and Eve have two kids, boys. One kills the other. And now we've got seven and a half billion humans. Just tell well, me how that well, plays out. Well, if we want to talk another, about another thing, right? Cain and Abel, which, which is the one that murders? 
Uh, I think Kane killed Abel. Um, Kane hasn't seen someone die before. These are meant to be the first four fucking people on earth. He hits his brother with a rock. He doesn't expect him to not get back up. You know, now, the that's, Bible that's the first death. How do it. Uh, but how yeah, would he know? How would he know? Well, for the few people we started with, and now we've got seven and a half billion people, we have very few retards. Um, for the I amount mean, of inbreeding. There's fucking half of us here. <sighs> Oh, yeah, yeah you. Yeah, cool. oh. <laughs> anyway. He got me. Anyway. So, yeah. The, so, the theory behind Gain maybe killing his brother Gain. is... Gain. Oh, whatever. Is religious uh, because the shyer younger brother killed the older brother out of jealousy. Uh, so, you know, who knows? Could have been like he got inspired by the story from the book. Who knows? Uh, many have before. Many, ha- many, many still will. Uh, many have died in the name of the book. Anyway, let's let's move on. <laughs> so the teach one of his teachers um, remembers that he had some odd mannerisms, such as randomly laughing. So the Gein family, so just his mom and dad and him, moved to a farm and became even more isolated. Many people thought his mum was odd, and Gein was absolutely infatuated and obsessed with her. He adored her with all of his heart, and it was all he would talk about. His mother would tell him often that all women were sinful apart from her as they were all whores and prostitutes who would go to hell. Yeah, so accurate. When, when he was still a youngster um, in his teens, Gein's father died. His mother had a stroke shortly after and Gein became her primary carer. So in order to fund this, this care, um, yeah, mother had a stroke, Gein was her primary carer. In order to fund this kind of lifestyle where he was you know, full-time carer, he took odd jobs around town and became well-known as quite a reliable handyman. Mm. His devotion to his mother was quite impressive, some would say. So during this time where he was isolated, taking handyman jobs and uh, looking after his mum, he became quite obsessed with two topic areas, particularly cannibals and Nazis. That's... um... Despite there being a lot of Nazi zombie movies, there's not really any Nazi cannibal movies. I think the implica well, a zombie is cannibalistic. Are you okay there? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I'm okay. Yeah. Um, so th- that headphone that you pulled out is actually the one that has your microphone on it. So if you want to keep oh. that one in, and you can take oh. the other one out next time. Hey, bro. Um, <laughs> I mean, zombies are inherently cannibals. So I would say almost every Nazi zombie movie is a zombie cannibal movie. Yeah, I was thinking that but, too. They, they technically are trying to bite other humans. The, well, another thing is, do you reckon... Well, um, that was kind of a big thing in World War II, wasn't it? it was, like, cannibalism actually happened quite a lot everywhere. Oh, mainly... We talked about the Japanese cannibals in the Patreon episode. Yeah, well, that's, that's one thing. But <laughs> I... I, I don't know if it's an urban legend either well i'm pretty confident it is an urban legend but there's like some short story about like some girl walking around like the fucking bomb streets of berlin or something and she like finds this blind man and he's like oh can you like help me walk me home like a bunch of bombs have fucking gone off and i don't know what's what 
and then she's and then like, he eats her. yeah, well, no, she's like, yeah, okay, I'll walk you home. But like, he ends up leading her to a butcher and then like finds a note. He, he was like, oh, can you give this letter to the butcher? And she's like, mm, that's a little sus. So she takes the letter and just fucks off home, opens the letter and he, and then the letter's like, oh, look, this is the last one I'm, I'm bringing for you. I don't want to do this anymore. Shit like that. Jesus. I, I'm pretty cool. sure it's an urban story, but oh, I mean, I I'm, sure it, I'm sure it's based in truth at some point. Yeah, right. You ever, yeah, we watched that movie, The Tunnel, didn't we? That Aussie horror movie. I love that movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. It wasn't too bad. Basically, there's all these tunnels under um, Sydney, uh, like the Sydney Rail Network. It was like an underground rail system that was never used. And I mean, that's used. not that's not just the movie either. That's real. No, they, that is real. They yeah. are underground. So there are like a, a bunch of tunnel kind of rail systems that weren't used after like the 40s in Sydney. And this movie goes into that. There's like these cannibals living down there and all these homeless people missing. Um, but, uh, it's all right. For an Aussie movie. For an Aussie movie, it was really good. It's found footage oh, too, which is... Speaking a- about movies, item five, let me get into that movie I saw the other night. But we'll, we'll keep going with this. It yeah, please. Keep, movie. keep keep gaining on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <Nice. laughs> so he, be- he became obsessed with Nazis and cannibals. His mother passed away in 1945 when he was about 39. So he was now alone on the farm. He left his mother's room locked and in the same condition it was the day she died. Didn't let anyone in there. Not that he had many people over, but wouldn't open it. He kept doing odd jobs around the town, but then started a new hobby. This hobby was where he tried to become his mother. So he was seen wearing her dresses in town. He was seen wearing her shoes sometimes or even something slight like her ring or bracelet. Anyways, in 1957, a woman who worked at the local hardware store went missing. Her name was Bernice Warden. Her mm-hmm. son said to police that the last person that was seen with her was Gein. Yeah. Um, why would people police... hang out with this guy? What's that? I said, why would people hang out with this guy? Well, I don't know if it was they were seen hanging out or he was a handyman. Oh, okay, true. Yeah, 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 true. He's probably known there. Yeah. Um, So police went to the house after getting a warrant. Now, this isn't some twisted turn serial killer story because the cops did find what they were looking for. Mrs. Warden's dead body was there, except she was hung upside down like an animal, her torso ripped open and two bullets in her. Her organs had been taken out and the body had been mutilated from head to toe. Something interesting, though, they went, huh. And I thought this at the time, went, how did they know it was Mrs. Warden's body? You want to know why that is? Yep. Head was missing. Mm. Fingerprints? Well, it's like the the 40s or 50s. Um, Pretty sure they had fingerprints at that. I don't know. Not as common. But yeah, come on, let's hear it. Let's see a recently deceased. Like, a piece of jewelry, some, some, something like that. Could have been a dress, but they found her head nearby in a brown sack later on. Police went into the house and found five heads in plastic bags, as well as four different skulls. 
they also found mask. Now, what 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 do you think of when I say mask? Do you think of Jim Carrey's The Mask? I, I think, think of, of uh, COVID safe practices. Oh, I like that. Thanks. I like that. Yeah, I knew you would. <laughs> so, the masks that which we should probably start doing these masks <laughs> with faces that had been cut off heads and skulls. He kept them intact so he could wear them. Mm. Some were so well preserved that if you saw the face, you would be able to recognize the individual straight away. Um, Again, could you could you convince someone else? Like, is this like a Scooby Doo mask? Like how you could have, you reckon these masks were so well crafted that you wouldn't be able to tell if he was wearing it if it was someone well, else. They picked up the mask and then they saw him in his room and then he went, and I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids and that dumb dog. Uh, <laughs> that was so shit. That was good. That was good. Oh, so he'd also made lampshades, chair covers and waste baskets entirely covered in human skin. There were also skulls on all four of his bedposts in his room. Now, here's the most, probably the most weird bit. He'd also made a skin corset that he could wear and enter and therefore be a woman, I suppose. Uh, and he also had a belt made of women's nipples. He also had quite that's, a large that's, collection of... That's like, that's directly in fucking uh, Silence of the Lambs, isn't it? I don't know. I haven't seen it. You, I've not I'm seen Silence of the Lambs either. But you love Hannibal though, don't you? Yeah, but Hannibal's only in that movie for like 10 minutes max. It's not the same actor as the TV show, is it? It is not. No, it was made oh. years before that. It's uh, Anthony... 20 An years. Anthony Hopkins. Is the one in the original... Yeah. If he's only in it for 10 minutes, why is he such a famous character? Who knows? That's, that's something... He was that, like... That's how good his on-screen presence was. I think it's... Yeah, like Max in that movie, he's 15 minutes... And people say, yeah, like that's the most memorable part of the movie is because of how like deranged that <coughs> character is. All right. Oh, yeah, we should watch it. We should. Are you going to tell me who you got coffee with yesterday? Yeah, bro. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was Hannibal, um, man. It was Hannibal Lecter, right. yeah. So he, he also had a collection of noses and vulvas. He had even had lips um, as well, yeah. Now, witness, witness... I like how you're say, surprised by that. It's, you know, he's making skin, uh, lampshades out of skin. You know, he's made a, a human corset. Whoa, 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 hold up a second. He's got lips as well. <laughs> That's a bit odd. <laughs> it is. So many witnesses in the town would see an odd-looking woman walking around, just looking very strange, even from a distance. You could tell it was weird. Now, witnesses would say that he would wear this skin suit and it worked and become his mother and would dance around now he did claim that much of his raw material was was actually from local graves not from victims well that's but the he thing did, he was he wasn't much of a murderer was he, he well he did admit mm. to to one more killing mm. and authorities have suspected that he killed more women now okay. because he was like declared insane he didn't get the death penalty and went into a mental institute but there's a famous quote from him that has actually been used in American Psycho. And it says, when I see a pretty girl walking down the street, part of me wants to say hello and be nice to her. 
And another part of me makes me wonder what her head would like on it would look like on a stick. Yeah. There you go. Yep. So that, that's our piece on Ed Gein. He's <laughs> known as the, the weirdest kind of killer in history. I mean, but, that's um, not going to be accurate either. Like, What, the quote? Or that he's the weirdest killer? That he's the weirdest killer. Yeah, we, we've covered some weird killers. I feel like the weird... Brazilian Dexter one <laughs> that was way weird. better. Just, just, yeah, that was a cooler story, but all he did was kill people. This guy like made a skin corset, had a belt of nipples. Like, Yeah, I guess that is a little weird. I, I think you're, you're also downplaying it because you've seen Silence of the Lambs. Which I haven't seen Silence of the Lambs. Oh, well, 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 you knew about the belt thing, but you've got to give this guy credit because he came up with it. It's his idea, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, the um, it is odd, isn't it? It's not something normal people do. No. Anyway, well, let's get on with your piece. Talk, tell us about Elon Musk in a in a less monotone voice, if you would. So, sorry, no, I'll read it like you do. Elon Musk is the... <laughs> uh, no, so SpaceX, which is Elon Musk... Uh, I'm going to say Elon Musk's company, but, he, you know, he's a pretty crooked fellow who, you know, comes about it. Like, he he's a founder of Tesla. Uh, what that actually means is that he just paid the actual founders enough money for them to give him founder status and for them to say, no, we didn't found it. Um, yeah, so right. like, he's still he, like, he's still done a lot in terms of tech development. Hasn't he? Like he's uh, not actually, he, he's a great at branding. That's what he's good at is like okay. making it look like he's actually the top dog. I only, I don't, I haven't really looked into him too much. I hear his name a lot. Actually, I met someone the other day who, who met him. But yeah? I did. I only like him because he did say the pyramids were built by aliens. I thought, cool. <laughs> um, nice. I mean, I think that's pretty. Yeah, I mean, it's like a not a bad take, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, go on. What's he doing with SpaceX? Uh, so yeah, SpaceX has now has declared independence from Earth laws. Uh, so space, sp- SpaceX is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they're rocket company, and that's them. They're the ones planning um, to essentially colonize Mars. Jesus, have they started? Um, well, they've they they're not, no one's on Mars yet. Um, Has anyone like flown to Mars, or is it just shuttles? Like, no one's been to Mars. No, I didn't think so. Is um, it the atmosphere too hard to get into? No, we've got shuttles in there. No, we can get there. Uh, we've got we can't get back. We've got rovers and stuff there. Uh, yeah, that's that's one big point. Is like more than likely the the first people to go to Mars will not come back. Like Mars is pretty oh. much a one way trip. Why can't they get back? We don't have enough power or something. Um, yeah, like we don't have enough. We can't. Um, like we don't have the fuel to get there and back. Yeah. Right. Cool. Um, I th- yeah, so <laughs> it was a good Doctor Who episode of the first Mars colony. Do you remember that episode, The Waters of Mars? The Waters of Mars. I don't. That was what a happened? really good episode. They they're in. Uh, he goes to like twenty fifty four, where there's the first human colony there, and the water seems to be like contaminated in some way, and they all like turn into these weird like possessed aliens, and they don't let them leave, and 
Yeah. yeah. And then he changed he changes history. And that was the that was the prequel to the end of time. That was a sick episode. Oh, I don't quite remember that. Uh, Shut up! You so do. You so do. Every time I mention Doctor Who, you deny that you know it. And then I remember we were in front of Flynn and Noah, and we're in like year ten, and I'm like, "Oh, the new season's pretty good." And you're like, "Yeah, because that's so funny. I do this all the time with you." (laughs) Yeah, but I knew you'd seen it. Anyway, (laughs) go on. Go on with SpaceX. Um. So yeah, essentially, I mean. I mean, I, I can't say I'm I'm, I'm well versed in space law, to be honest. Um, I think you'd probably be fi- hard pressed to find a fair few people that are. But well, it doesn't sound like there is much space law. It's what like I know, made up the, their own. No, no, no. There is things like there's UN. The UN has mandated a lot of stuff on space because you know. But are they following that? Because they've said they're exempt from it. No, they're not. They're saying that they will not. Uh, recognize any earth laws on their planned Mars colony. So number one, uh, like a big thing that's in the UN, I think is no country can own like a bit of the moon or something like that. Is there a reason why we haven't gone back to the moon since the seventies? Um, there's no I've fucking that, need. Yeah. That's what I was hearing. There's no, there's no point And um, we could easily uh, do it again. Well, the, the, a, a big thing was that we actually couldn't do it for a while. Um, like, because our technology has so rapidly evolved, like our, our phones are, are have more computing power than the fucking rockets that went to the moon. Oh, really? Yeah. But um, like, we let that technology get outdated for a while and we were like, oh shit, we actually probably on our modern computers can't get to the fucking moon. Um, it's recently started back up again. And I think by 2030, NASA is leading an all woman's mission to the moon. Oh, NASA. Cool. Speaking of such, no, Biden's Jamie, made his... no, Jamie. This oh, week. Yeah, and no, Jamie today again, by the way, if you didn't notice for the um, 18th week in a row, um, yeah, actually, Biden just made his communications team like all women. It does feel like it's a bit of a a token thing he's doing. Of course, I yeah. mean the whole fucking his whole like cabinet will be token. Like yeah, um, their national security advisor. Uh, I can't remember exactly. This is just off the top of my head, but I think is like the first female national security advisor. And it's like, okay, cool. We got a woman into, you know, the most dystopic fucking position in the American cabinet. What's wrong with that? Though? Um, yeah, sure. I think uh, like a woman should be able to get that position. Uh, I don't think the position should exist, however. What is it? What is it? National Security Advisor. Yeah, it's like the it's like their intelligence, like head, like a, the oh, equivalent right. would be like. Um, What's that? Minister bloke's for name? Defense. J. Edgar, whatever. J. Edgar Hoover. Hoover. Yeah, it'd he, be like that because he well, was considering how much power the FBI had in those. Days, oh yeah, back in the yeah 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 well it'd be, it'd be much more than that. Like, oh, okay. think about how much power Hoover had back in the day. Yeah, and- that's crazy, the stuff he did. And he was like, 
targeting homosexuals and stuff. And he was like closet gay himself, wasn't he? Uh, I, 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 I've heard rumors that he used to like cross dress and stuff like that. I'm not sure oh, on, the, even, like, on the specifics movies, of it. Well, like every movie now made about him or mentioned it, like it's it's all like very widely accepted he was. Not even like it's a theory or suspected. It just seems to be like like that that was it now. I'm um, not sure though. I mean, I'm, it, it was very common. And like the the FBI, I can't remember the exact um, like name of the purge, but essentially they they made it illegal to be gay and a government employee because they were like, oh, if the Russians find out you're gay, they can use that to blackmail you. What? And it's like, oh, no, it just sounds like you guys are really homophobic and don't want gays in the state yeah, department. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Um, but yeah, NASA's going to the moon again in 2024, they reckon. Hell yeah. Which, um, what a gigantic waste of fucking money. We've been to the yeah, moon. I, I'm very worried about... Um, I'm reading a book called The Fourth Industrial Revolution. And, um, you know, it talks a lot about the future. It's by the head of the World Economic Forum. And they say that space, like, is literally going to be the next thing. And, like, I feel like we kind of, like, let it go to the wayside a bit and stop, like, focusing on it. But when you see things like um, Trump starting up Space Force and the like, you know, like, that shit didn't happen just because Trump wanted a Space Force. Like... Why, why, why would that have been in any of his like political ambitions? Let's get troops into space. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like it, it doesn't make sense. So we that that exists for a reason beyond you know like Trump's own self gratification. Yeah, I've actually and, got a. I've just thought of some good space news. Actually, yeah. Uh, have you seen the uh, metal? rectangular thing popped up in utah the other day it's gone guess where one's just popped up romania was it yeah in romania so there's these giant rectangle kind of like i don't know big rectangle silver a monolith thing. yeah you monolith it's it. just appeared in the desert out of nowhere this was in 2001 a space odyssey stanley kubrick's film and that's what everyone's like rambling on about these random like metal things were found in the desert there was one in Utah that just out of nowhere, these, these pilots went, we've got to go back. There's something there. And they found this random bit of metal, have no idea where, how it got there. It's perfectly standing up. It's disappeared somehow. And now one's oh, yeah. popped up in Romania a few days later. This is the end of the world. Um, well, I mean, was it, it, it's interesting, right? Because... This is what happens when you vote the Dems in, brah. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> the God. aliens know. Or it's China. Yeah, it's China is planting these models. Like I, well, but I like it's it's a bit right. Like there's, I don't know. Do you do you reckon there's anything to it whatsoever? Oh well, considering that it is from pop culture, like it's a bit unlikely. It's like, you know, it's it's just more likely than not that someone's put it there as a part of like art, like just yeah. like they did the movie. But, but then, it's weird that it's popped up in Romania a few days later. Or another yeah, one. well, I think that kind of, that discredits it to, to me a bit. Because someone else has had the same idea. Well, no, 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 just how quickly that comes up. Like, I don't know. Like, it, uh, why would people in Romania first be looking for these? 
because it's like you only see one in America and you're like, oh, well, there's no chance it's going to be here in Romania. Well, if I, I, I've never think much of it. I just think it was some shitty modern art. And then if there's one that randomly pops up in the desert and I've seen it on the internet, like that is a weird looking thing. It would stick in my head. People are talking about it. And then I see one bloody next to Dracula's castle. I'm like, hang on a second. What's that doing there? Hold on. Let me check this Romanian one. Romanian monolith. It's, it's probably like some guy just got his scrap metal together and went, oh my God, guys, look, there's one outside my house. Come in for $5. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is like... Yeah, I mean, it looks... Okay, so this one does look a little different. Um, it's it's the exact same shape, but except in this one, like the, the Utah one, it was like polished metal. This one has like weird squiggles and circles all around. Oh, it. yeah. Um, Romanian, Romanian authorities are unhappy with the new arrival. It is protected area on an archaeological site. Uh before installing something there, they needed permission from our institution. Uh, oh, plus, so it's it just, it's popped up there? Like, um, yeah, well, the, whoever's put it there hasn't got permission to put it there. Um, well, aliens, aliens don't care about your feelings, bro. Um, yeah, they don't. Huh. What was another weird thing I was, oh, I was listening to this fascinating thing last night about, um, what was it on? Yeah, about like ancient history and how the really good quote I heard. This mm. is a this is a completely different topic. Unless you want to keep going with space. No, no, huh? we can come back to it or something. I don't give a shit. It's about how ancient history is so hard to pinpoint what's real and what's not. And it said that like when you're reading ancient history or some part of it, a lot of big part of you is going. How do we know this happened? How do we know this happened? This could be bullshit, but you have to take it as fact just based on it being present. And even the way, like, it's pretty mm. interesting how the Persians are written about it in history. Any kind of written evidence from, like, pre-615 BC before, mm. like, the Assyrian kind of that Middle East was running the world, anything pre-16 BC that's written displays the Persians as not even like great and good, but as literally divine. And it was after 16, 615 BC when it all changed and the Assyrians lost power and the Persians were now, are now seen as like the most deathly, horrible race in the world that were just there to conquer all. Look at Sparta, for example. Are you familiar with 300, the Battle of Thermopylae? Uh, I've watched the movie, yeah. <laughs> so the, the Sparta was this like warrior state in Greece that from a young age, they're just trained to be killer soldiers pretty much. Yeah. Best I, I, army in the, in, of all time, apparently, but battle of Thermopylae were about over a hundred thousand men. Some sources say against 300 Spartans. But it's actually Spartans, like, it's like, because then you got to count the Greeks. How many people were actually there? It's like 20,000, right? Probably uh, like some, some sources say like it was definitely at least 20,000 versus the 300. So they sent 300 Spartans. No, 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 no. I'm talking on the 300 side. There was like at least 20. No, 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 no. That bit is factual. It was 300. 300 Spartans. Spartans. Yeah, yeah. But there was like Greeks that assisted. No, 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 no. It was, a, it was an army because they were like fighting near this, um, 
near this gulf. It was very hard to get to. Yeah, no, it's definitely was the 300 Spartans. I, I'm telling, I, I swear to God, there's more. No, it was 300. Well, anyway, they they killed a, a shit ton of the, the Persians. But yeah. they're saying that, you know, the, the Spartan, that story of the 300 Spartans is told like this epic battle for world freedom and democracy and the Persians. Well, I mean, that doesn't really make sense either because like the Spartans were an autocracy. Like they had two kings. Yeah, 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 they were. They didn't vote. It doesn't make sense just in terms of how the Persians are seen in history. They went from being divine to absolutely horrific. And I think a lot of that changed when Alexander the Great conquered them and assimilated them. And... Uh, they changed from good to bad when that happened. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, I need to look more into it, but it was very interesting. And there's this bloke that he kept mentioning that's mentioned in the Bible like only five times, yet made such a significant impact in history. And he is seen as like divine and holy by both Jews, Greeks, and, and all. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, let me get back to you. I'll finish it because it was I was just mind blown at 3 a.m. at night shift. Just, <laughs> I mean, I yeah. would have to imagine that, like, the majority of, like, our our history comes from Christianity. Um, well, a lot of the dates in the Bible are constantly disputed. A lot of oh, like, yeah. the time periods where some things uh, they say happened conflicts with resources that say it happened 1,500 years earlier. And we know the Bible is a collection of many different stories and tales some even orally passed down which are then put into this book that's why it's very dangerous to take that book not the spiritual side of it but at least the historical and factual part of it as as fact because a lot of it is is definitely not like at least in terms of times when it happened they talk about this king in it that was like i can't remember the name but it was some it was in the old testament somewhere yeah and they've looked and that king wasn't in power for another thousand years or so. Interesting. So like someone who wrote the book obviously didn't know the time periods and just went, oh, yeah, this king. They mentioned this king a lot. I'll chuck in. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. The story. Like they didn't know the Bible was going to blow up like it did. And we know that Christianity was on the verge of collapse until about 60 AD, until Peter came along and resurrected the church. So is that Peter, true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Christianity was like a tiny subsect that was about to like fade out. This is about 60 years after Jesus died. And that's when Peter came along. Peter was this guy who was actively going out and killing Christians. I'm not sure if he was Jew or not. I don't think he was, but um, then the road to Damascus where he had his little epiphany and saw oh, Saul. God. And... Saul. Yeah. Yeah. He's known as the first. Yeah, he, he would have been a Jew. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. He... Yeah. yeah. I guess He's I, basically... I... It gets a bit abstracted when you're fucking hearing about all these nerds. Like, I guess, like, the the Bible is, like, shit in it is true. Like, stuff yeah. happens. But I guess I kind of write most of it off as just being nonsense. Even yeah. though there would be slithers of truth with it. Yeah, definitely. I had a, a patient the other day telling me that they're it's quite nice. Surely you're breaking a law by saying what a patient is telling you. I'm not saying the name where they're from. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) there's this like kind of, um, it's not a very good salesman technique for Christianity in particular, 
the, like even my grandparents were from that era of how if you're not Christian, it's all fire and brimstones and hell and you're going to burn. Now that, that salesman message, like you see like later on, it turned to you should be Christian, but we tolerate all religions. And if you believe in the same God, you do go to heaven, even though you're a bit wrong about it because I'm Catholic, mm. you're Muslim. And now you get the modern Pentecostal kind of way, which is more, hey, Jesus loves all. We don't even hate homos anymore. That was that was the, the old teaching. We've had to update. We're still twenty years behind society, but we still don't like them. We don't want we don't them to like, exist. No, I thought that we don't allow it, but we won't. We can't really say that anymore. But you get the drift. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's. I don't. Know. I don't even know. What do you do? What do you do? Oh, anyways, we've covered a fair bit of ground. I can talk we, about Liviana now. Yeah, you can. So I mean, do, you, do we want to go back to this space? Like, there's some yeah, big... We impl- well, <coughs> so uh, part of this thing is like, okay, well, SpaceX is going to, once they have a new colony, is going to start up their own laws and whatnot. I mean, what's what's the future plan in terms of what's happening your space like um that what what we're what we're seeing the groundwork for right now in my opinion is like imperialism 2.0 of space though yeah and that's that's very spooky when you think about it it feels quite soon too when i was a kid like in primary school they were talking about we're gonna go to space and we'll probably colonize space and, you know, in my head, I always thought of that as like, you know, that's going to be for everyone. Like, well, in my head, I just see it as like hundreds of years in the future, but it's probably not. I think but it's who's a, to say? a lot closer than we realize. Exactly. All we need is a breakthrough in like a bit of anti-gravity technology or something. And we're there. Well, not, not even that. Like, <coughs> we, we could colonize Mars if we wanted to now with the technology we have we could do it yeah. like we we've got pretty decent bio farming technologies like the the biggest problem is atmosphere which irrelevant you're getting me sidetracked again the most important thing to worry about is we are now going into space and who has taken the charge in you know space endeavors you know, it used to be a wholly government thing that, that we had to worry about. NASA or whatever the cold, like whatever Russia's space agency is. Like space used to be purely the realm of a government, right? Because one, normal people couldn't afford to do it. And two, that like, why would we? It's not really our purview. And unfortunately, now you're seeing businesses take the charge. Businesses take the lead. That, that's like the criminal thing almost about technology. And say like even unidentified, I won't say aliens, but at least it's definitely proof of unidentified aircraft and things coming from the sky. And hmm. when they give this kind of power in terms of technology, which technology, as we know, since the 40s has been mainly used for weaponry, not like not really for the advancements of society. But yeah, well, the weapons. biggest the biggest funder of modern technologies is uh, the military. Like, no yeah. matter what country you go to, if you want to see the forefront of emerging technologies, you go to 
your military aspect. But it, but how dangerous is it that now, particularly with you know modern world, but it's not that new that this kind of technologies and power and breakthroughs are given to private contractors that that is a crime like that, yeah. that is so dangerous you're literally giving all this this we didn't even know and i remember they described it like imagine ufo drops we put it you know we give it to these private contractors like elon musk and that mm. who don't even know how it works themselves and how dangerous the implications can be when you break into it they described it as putting a nuclear reactor in 1800s victorian london well yeah like, that, that could just kill that, so many people yeah it's fucking it's horrifying to think about like and you know corporations aren't beholden to like the checks and balances that a government are you know i suppose you could argue this whole thing with pharmaceutical companies too I probably agree with that. I think the fact that we have like private pharmaceutical companies is a little suspect. But in saying that, that's the whole argument of the free market because the governments can control that stuff then, which is also dangerous. So I don't actually yeah. know where I stand on this. I mean, it's true. I When you open it up to the free market, but especially something like that, it's like, okay, well then what do they want? What does that company want? profit and, <laughs> yeah and, and what are they turning a profit out of medicine exactly which is why Life i strongly strongly disagree with private health care not not that it is on its own but it should complement public health care because privatizing something that is an ethical issue such as health care education it's human right human rights just like how Rio Tinto go and storm over Aboriginal burial sites. Like mm. the reason they can do that is because they're a profit machine. They're not going to care about ethics. It's about the money at the end of the day. And this, like, I think they call it cultural genocide. But in terms of yeah. private healthcare, look at America. It's just a fucking disgrace. Just what, like, how influential money actually is in politics is terrifying. Uh, I, I would I would really like one day I've never met someone of middle class or lower who says that say America's healthcare system is the best. I, I don't understand anyone who says it unless they're young. I mean exactly yeah, but anyone who says it apart from like rich people, I only see it as their own ignorance to how people live. Like we talked oh, about yeah. a few weeks ago. But uh, in terms of like how that can be justified with actual logic is it just fucking beyond me? Well, you don't need logic to justify it. All you need is money. That's that's half the thing. Like, um, you look like such a weasel when you did that. You, you know, scrunched up. You're I like, get angry at you this. You don't shit. need logic. You don't. Uh, like, pro- uh, what's the Uber right in California? They put Proposition Twenty Two on. In, in America, some states allow you to actually vote on laws being proposed. Um, so there was like a court case which the San Francisco, oh, not San Francisco, California court ruled that Uber would have to consider Uber drivers actual employees of the company instead of just like independent contractors. And because of that, because of that, they would get certain protections, you know, like workers' rights, which they don't currently get. Um, What Uber then did was um, they put up this Prop 22, uh, which Proposition 22, I think essentially they sunk probably a good couple 
maybe even a, a billion dollars into into marketing for this law. Um, it the law vote the law came f- through. Uh, like Uber got its way uh, by fifty eight percent of of people voting, and yeah. look, a lot of them will have been Uber drivers, um, and just because they have enough money to effectively campaign against this, they were able to create their own law within the government. Like, okay, here you go. Um, In total, so not just Uber alone, but because there's lots of these companies now, Lyft, DoorDash, Postmates, Uber Eats. Together, they spent $200 million. What, to get this law passed? Yeah. Which, Jesus you know, to, to us, that seems like a lot of money. But <laughs> yeah. um, if you take a look at Uber, Uber's like national... Um, when you say where that money goes, would a portion of that be briberies? Um, not explicitly. Uh, that, all that money that they're talking about there will be fair money. Uh, the problem that you then get into is with America, their lobbying system is equivalent to bribery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so not, you can, your job can be, uh, I'm an Uber lobbyist. And then what that entails is I go and have fancy dinners with senators and say, yeah, oh, you should, so, should we're, so we're actually proposing this new law. Maybe you should get around it. Oh, here's a 24 course meal. That's 14 grand. And it's all comped on us. It's like, well, that's not bribery. That's just a business meeting that they're having about their laws and it just happened to be a fancy restaurant. It's yeah, like, which Uber's shouting, I imagine. And there's oh, plenty yeah, more well, to yeah. come if you vote our way. You know, well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> we, we can keep having these dinners and discussing our, our interesting laws that we want to put forward. But like... Um, we should how- start doing that. We should like... We should start like meeting up with politicians... Well, we've got to pay them for their dinner. No, okay. Um, unfortunately, go- we would have to, re- in Australia, we'd have to register. So in Australia, if you want to become a lobbyist, you have to put yourself on a list of lobbyists. In America, they don't not- have that. How many unofficial lobbyists are there, though? Um, I'm sure there's a few. Um, what if we have dinner with... No, this is a good way to get free dinners from fancy places. We have dinner with some, like, senators or house of reps dudes. And we go, look, give us dinner. We'll give you the odd shout out on Abra. We think what you do is good. But in saying that, anyone good that would actually be worth shouting out wouldn't be necessarily paying for our dinners because they probably got the politics, honestly. <laughs> so basically, um, we've got to dance with the devil here for free dinner. Well, the, the problem with, with that is that the politicians would be lobbying. We, we want for them to lobby us. Well, we don't care. All we want is free dinner. We don't want to get bigger. <laughs> True. We just want free dinner. Hey, that's it. Um, All right. Well, 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 why, don't we, why don't we just, okay, hold up. We'll start hearing politicians up, right? And we'll pretend like we're lobbying them, okay? I've got it. Boom. This is the idea. We pretend Go. we're lobbying them. Yeah. Have a nice dinner. Expensive. Rack that bill up. And then we'll just be like, okay, I need to use the toilet. Straight out the front door. The politician is going to have to pay for the dinner because they're not going to, not, if, if they don't, we'll say, we went out for this 
we went out for dinner with this politician and they did a dine and dash. They don't want that negative press. No. So they're forced to pay for dinner. But then no one else will want to get dinner with us because all it is is bad publicity and a liability. They just don't want to associate with us. They we won't know that. They won't know that because no one will not take this deal. There won't so, be the bad publicity because everyone will be paying for the dinners. But we only get one free dinner from each politician. We want this to be like, you know. True. Yeah. True. yeah you know, like, right. Speaking of lobbying of politicians, I've written a song about the Murdoch Royal Commission and that, that song. Lizard. Yeah, and I've actually been in talks with Kevin Rudd and his secretary to be in a music video for it. He's going to play Hamble, but um, I haven't gotten into the studio yet to record it. But you know, if we push, I'll, I'll we'll get it done. Kevin Rudd, we'll give Abra a shout out. <laughs> so we're not <laughs> lobbying because he's not a politician anymore. Uh, that's true, I guess. I don't think technically you have to be lobbying politicians. Like you can lobby anyone, but okay, like. Uh, are you on your phone? No. Right. <laughs> Just at the bus stop. I'm not getting there. Uh, um, all right. I say, how, what time are we at? I don't know. I didn't... Um, I, it actually doesn't tell me how long we've been going for. I, all right. Let, let me give you... Let me give you all a lovely little bit of wholesome material about Libyana Lights, the new doctor's song. Let's hear it. So, I went just after school, finished about four years ago. I finished year 12, me and Macca. I went, I set off for Egypt and anyway, I ended up in, um, I went to Italy for a bit and there's this city next or this country next to Italy. I'd never heard of called Slovenia, which is where Fuck Donald off. Trump's born. How have you not heard of it? Well, tell me, I want to, uh, you will not admit this, but I guarantee you didn't know about it until Slovenia life was from there. Yeah. I No, I definitely knew about Slovenia. I can't say I, I could tell you anything about it. I did know it existed. I, I might have heard of it, but I had no idea that it was bordering Italy. Anyway, I met these two guys from Melbourne mm-hmm. and we went, we, we ended up in Ljubljana together for a few days and it was a wonderful fucking Christmas. Let me tell you that. And up until that point, I had never seen the movie Love Actually. Really? And I, I watched and I watched it there. I love that movie. I used to love it's that so movie good. as a kid. I don't know why I would like from probably a, maybe eight till 11. I watched that movie say, every night. Would you say, Jesus Christ. I used to love it. <laughs> a bit much. Would you say it's the second best Christmas movie of all time? Or would you say it's the best? Christmas movie. I'd say it's, it's okay, top Christmas movies. Home Alone, one and two. They're both great. Elf. No. Nah. You're going to give me the stupidest answers right now. You're going to go, oh, no, probably Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, oh, no, okay. I, Nightmare Before Christmas is a good Christmas movie. Uh, that's all right, yeah. Um, I, you know I don't like Christmas, but if I had to pick it, it'd be number one is Die Hard 2. Oh, I forgot Die Hard. Did you like Die Hard 2 better than number one? I did, yeah. I prefer I Die Hard 2. Number three with Samuel Jackson was a really good movie. That's that's apparently when they stopped because that's when they stopped becoming Christmas movies. Oh, wasn't was the third one not Christmas? The third one was not Christmas. So I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. Okay, Die Hard. The Die Hard movies are fantastic. Have you ever seen a Christmas story? That kid who wants the the shotgun and they, they keep saying, "You shoot your eye out, kid." 
Shoots his eye. That's a weird movie. It's not about though. What about the gift of the Magi? What the fuck is that? I don't know. It's another shit Christmas thing. Like, um, there's this. It's a poor family, or maybe it's a poor couple, and like the husband, like ah, what? It's so stupid. Like I. I'm going to butcher this, but essentially the husband's, let's say, a musician, right? Yeah. And yeah. Um, the wife has beautiful hair or something like that. Oh, and so the, yeah. what happens is the wife cuts her hair to, like, buy the guy a um, new capo for his guitar. And then the guy sells his guitar to buy the girl with nice hair like a bow or something for her hair I'm, I'm the moral of the story is that um i don't know don't buy anyone anything on christmas because they might have sold it to buy you something okay that okay i'm speaking of like giving at christmas i've just i've missed a cracker the grinch with jim carrey no oh that was a good all right no. how about national lampoon's christmas vacation the chevy chase one not Very Harold and Kumar Christmas. That was all right. Uh, I don't think I saw that one. Let me see. The Santa Claus, that was shit. Um, the Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah, it was all right. Oh, it was, yeah. Nice. Oh, a Christmas horror story. I've never heard of that. It looks all right. There was a um, new, wasn't there a new horror movie that came out uh-huh. last year about Christmas? White Christmas or Black Christmas? Probably. Oh, Bad Santa. That is a classic. I'm saying. Oh, okay. Here's one in the list I didn't see coming. Batman Returns, 1992 with Michael Keaton. <laughs> All right, anyway, back to Liviana Lights. So this is a wholesome song. You're feeling sad. At Hold up. Is Batman Returns the one with uh, uh, Mr. Freeze? I've got no idea. I haven't seen it. Okay. But Hold up. If it is, it's, it's I want to talk about... the Penguin and Christopher Walken. It's not that one, but in that same line of Batman movie, I, it's Batman and Robin. Yeah. The the two enemies is Mr. Freeze and uh, Poison Ivy. Uh, well, right. So Batman is like a tech billionaire, right? And that's how he got rich. And his two enemies is someone who wants to cool the planet <laughs> and someone who wants to turn the planet into a forest or a jungle, what a rainforest. Like that's the movie premise. Yeah, Poison Ivy. She likes plants, and that's the shittest fucking villain. I'm talking about. Uh, it's like climate change, bro. <laughs> You're so missing. She's a, is she good then? No, she's evil. She wants to. What? She, she wants, wants to. to pl- the- yeah, she wants to turn the planet into a forest. I don't know. Anyways. Back I'm saying it's a, it's a little suspicious that the bad guys are... So, oh, fuck it. Go. I, I, Just all go. right. It, that is... That, <laughs> so, you're saying Hollywood's the bad guy, technically. When you look yeah, at Hollywood's the, the bad guy because... Because uh, they're yeah. against climate change. Yeah, and this is in the 90s. Yeah, right. I think, I think what I'm saying is Batman and Robin is a CIA operation... <laughs> to turn the public against climate change. Yeah, right. Well, you'll notice anyone who denies climate change is from that era. <laughs> they probably saw the Batman movies. That's it. That's it. And they, they're like, fuck, can't let that happen. 
Oh, anyway, so Liviano is quite a wholesome song. It's kind of a two-parter song. Second half is mad. It took me so fucking long to work out. We've got <laughs> Emily singing in it. We've got a trumpet in it. We've got harmonies. How come I wasn't invited? Because you wouldn't have come. That's why. Yeah, you're not wrong. Oh, yeah, go like on, eat chips. Let the listeners listen to you. I haven't, they haven't heard it yet. So go, go. I can already... Go, crunch. Let's see. Let... You put it on mute just then, didn't you? I can see you crunching. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I didn't have to hear it. So it's, it's quite a lovely song. If you're down at Christmas, give it a listen. It's um, a lot about Liviana, which is such a cool little city. It's such a little... What's so special city. about Liviana? Why, oh, why, why did it inspire the song? Year. Well, I don't know. Most of it's kind of when I was there, but it's just such a cool city. It is everyone there just seemed to be so bloody nice and friendly. That's probably was, why you like Christmas so much. We were trying to figure this probably, out the other day. Yeah, probably. I spent like a fair few Christmases suppose, overseas and each time it's been in primarily Europe. And I don't know, Eastern Europe is like, it's like it's a, snow. Favorite place in the world. No, I didn't snow there, but it was pretty shit. cold. Yeah, it was. I, I made a complaint. Don't worry. Thank you. I was going to say, <laughs> take that, knock, but, um, knock that one up. Uh, yeah, it's a really, really nice city, and it's t- absolutely tiny as well because it is like little tiny. Europe. One of those Eastern, one of those Yugoslavian kind of break-off countries that still has a bit of like Soviet influence and in architecture, but seems to be its own unique kind of place as it is yeah and it's yeah it's just like i don't know everyone like eastern europe i think i love about eastern europe and say spain and portugal they are economically like poorer countries than italy france germany uk but you find italy france germany uk like cities like paris berlin rome sydney they're all just cities at the end of the day and people work nine to five they buy nice handbags and cars noticed in Eastern Europe and like places like Spain and Portugal, even most parts of the world, probably for that matter, do have an emphasis more on experience rather than kind of materialistic things like handbags and jackets and stuff. They do like as much as it's a much poorer place every night of the week, people are out, people are having dinner. Uh, It's yeah, it's, I mean, it's not really financially able here in Australia, I suppose, to be doing that as it is, but just in terms of like community and socialness and that kind of experience emphasis in yeah. life, it's, I mean, it's a lot cheaper to live there too at the same time, but you know, your cost of living is lower too. Your incomes is probably proportionate, but yeah, no, nah, Slovenia, lovely country, Libyana lights, give it a listen. If you've ever had an existential crisis, you might like it. Um, but yeah, that's the song. She's out Friday. Merry Christmas. Wait, do you want to do you want to insert the song in here? Yeah, I will. I'll do it at the end. So we're gonna. Play well, I'm gonna end. have to do it. it. I'm doing 100%. everything this weekend. Remember, or this week? Well, how, are gonna, how are you gonna upload it to Anchor? I'm gonna have it, to log in. This I mean, this is another is, part. The listeners is not for this. All right, we're gonna call it there. Merry um, Christmas. All we the, have. Wait, give it a little Christmas. intro. I just did. I just gave like a 10 minute speech about it. Yeah, but you fucking, you didn't give it like a good, here's the song. All right. 
we've got a Christmas themed episode coming up for all your Abra listeners. Oh, I this didn't song is out Friday, and you will all be the first to listen to it. Abra. 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 Oh, wait. Should we, we've got wrap up stuff that we need to do as well. Oh, oh, fuck, fuck it. Fuck it. Get, okay. This fuck is it. Abra. Bra. Lights. Follow the uh, Dockers. Give it a listen. Uh, yeah, Thank what's, you. what's your Instagram? Abra. Abra, Abra podcast. podcast. Get on the Patreon. All right. Bleeding friends, pickly art. And here <laughs> is Ljubljana Lights. Now hang up. <laughs> Thank you. Are you. Wait, you're recording. Ducking to avoid the last breath Metal tense, straight for a sickie Or going over, kiss the pink shoes She's waiting at the station
Mondays that can change the eyes of distraction. I'ma win that champagne, take it back to who you not listen bad effects. The men in the cloud, an algorithm for choosing. Why don't you choose it? I tried, I tried, now here I am, wandering. Christmas